This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. What up, everybody? I am being true. This is 84 Reasons. No games, no gimmicks, just reasons. And look, we we going, we going, we going, I'm going about my day in a way to where I want to be able to get as many track athletes as I can. But see, there are track athletes, and then there is my next guest. You're going you're gonna to understand why. I mean, I see. Let's see. I'm trying to go through a 600 meter, 800 meter, uh, 1500 meter, the mile, which I thought, the 1600 meter, the 3000 meter, the 3200 meter. Listen, if it's long distance, she does it. The great. The, the the myth, Miss Gabrielle Wilkerson. What's going on with that, Gabrielle? I'm doing well. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> now, Gabrielle, I got I, I I I finally get to clear this up. People hear track and they hear cross country, and while the two are intertwined, they don't really mix because cross country, y'all y'all the ones we seeing just you know running around Gainesville. You know we way out there by the airport. Y'all out there running, looking at your clock, <laughs> trying to get a time. How does one even prepare to be a cross country runner? Uh, it's tough. It takes a lot of mental toughness, but um, it definitely is fun, you know, to train with your teammates and stuff. Um, and for me, you know, because I'm a middle distance runner, you know, I kind of use that season to prepare for indoor and outdoor season to, you know, get that endurance base to get strong. But uh, it's definitely, definitely a lot of mental toughness, I'll say, but overall, it's worth it. Now, Gabrielle, we all we, we always hear about, you know, y'all have to do certain things to stay in shape. How do I know y'all have to practice? I, I get that part, but how 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 is a practice regimen for a middle distance runner? Could you say middle distance? I went through it. You're running 600, you're running 800, 1500 mile. I'm I'm seeing times like you know, I mean your PR is your PR in a 6K. Good lord, 6K. I want to I want to put 6K in the bank. I definitely can't run those six miles. 20 <laughs> minutes, 55.6 seconds. When you, when you're, when, because obviously when I see the 6K, it's a lot of y'all out there. Is it about time as well as where you place, or how do you go about your strategy with that? Yeah, definitely time and place. Um, you know, coach always tries to tell us to stay in a group, you know, try to get the top six up in the front. But yeah, definitely about position and, you know, just going as fast as you can. <laughs> now, Gabrielle, you get to be coached by the great. Mike Holloway, a.k.a. Mouse, a guy that when I was in Florida eons ago, he was an assistant. But you can see how, you know, you can see how well he understands each track runner. The one thing I get from everybody I, I interview about, about Mouse is he goes, look, he knows how every single athlete ticks, like every last one of us. He, what he says to you, Gabrielle, is different what he say for, you know, Fonboulay or, you know, what he'll say. Talk about your relationship with him and how, I don't know what he says. Listen, I don't know what a person says to a person get ready to run six miles. What I see you in 20 mm -hmm. minutes. Or I don't even know. But talk about the relationship you have with uh, Coach Holloway and how he helps you. Get, he helps get the best out of you no matter what event you, uh, you're doing that day. Yeah, Coach Holloway is the best. Um, one of the reasons why I just felt so welcome because he's just such a father figure, you know, to his, his babies. We're his precious babies. And so, you know, you know, as he's a coach, he's also someone we can go talk to his um, doors always open. So that's one thing I love about him. Just really down to earth. But, you know, come practice time, you know, he's ready to go. And so he definitely knows, you know, what kind of helps me to, you know, get ready for races. He's always telling me, you know, like, look, 
you already trained for this, go out there, have faith, you know, I'm in the 800 or the 1500. He's like, look, this is what you practice for. So just go out there and be Gabby. So. You do the eight. How do, that's what I'm saying. You do the 800. Then you got to come up with the 1500. Then you got to do the, the distance medley relay. Like, what is your mindset on, 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 on the track there? I mean, everybody else walk around, keep keying like Gabby, man, leave me alone, man. I got a lot on my mind. I got a lot because I get it. I, back way, do they still do first call for this, a second call for that, a final call for that? But then you're, you're seeing that you just did the 800, you know, did that. First call for the 15. You got to get right back up. Have you always been that type of athlete? The way you said, look, I do as many events as I can. And like you said, uh, you know, with your regiment, is there is there an event that you like more than others? Or do you say, look, put whichever one I'm in, but I'm trying to give it all I got. <laughs> yes, um, I both love 815. I tell people they're my babies. Um, I think further along in my career, God willing, I would love to focus more on the 15. I just think there is more room for improvement, but I also love the eight. But I guess growing up, I did a lot of AAU track, club track. And so, you know, I was always entered in like three events, the four by four, 800, four by eight. And so I think just kind of like, you know, I was kind of used to it and, um, you know, I was able to handle it. But come college, it was definitely harder, (laughs) definitely humbling experiences for sure. But like I said, you know, the coaches prepare us for that. Now, yeah, before we came on, you said, yeah, I'm from PA. I'm from Philly. Though. I'm from Philly and PA. <laughs> Kyle Pitts, the the the, the freak, the freakish tight end. What's up with y'all Philly athletes, man? I mean, y'all, <laughs> listen, from Philly, we coming down south. We got to show y'all. We do more than just play basketball in Philly. Yep, I say PA all day. <laughs> so we got a lot of talent. <laughs> but, but yeah, PA, we don't play. But um, so, yeah, definitely, you know. A lot of great athletes came out of there for sure. Um, a few of my idols that I look up to, and so just kind of, you know, continue that legacy. <laughs> what? How? How does? How does growing? How does growing up? You know, a Philly girl. How does that prepare you for coming down south? Because people hear the south, right? People hear the south. You growing up, you watching movies about it. Oh man, is it really that hot? Do they really got that many mosquitoes? Is the humidity really that? And then you go from Philly, a city. Take nothing away from Gainesville. Love Gainesville. But that's a city. And y'all get all four seasons. When it's cold, we get snow. We getting black ice. For those who don't know, you got to live in the north. You, black ice is dead serious. To come to a place to where it might get cold maybe a month and a half. And when I say cold, I mean 60, you know, 55 maybe. How was how was that big, you know, that uh, that culture shock, I would say, going from Philly down to, uh, down, to, uh, down, to uh, down to Gainesville? Yeah, it was definitely a shock. Um, I was definitely homesick. The first couple of years, I miss my family. And I think just also, you know, you're like, you're an adult, you know, you're kind of on your own. So how to, you know, defend for yourself. Um, But, you know, what I love is that this team was just very welcoming. And um, the teammates were just very helpful and kind of helped me show me the ropes and just like the resources. But it was hot. (laughs) It was definitely hot. So getting used to the humidity as well um, was definitely a change. But at the end of the day, like, I love warm weather. I love palm trees. I love the beach. And so that's why, pardon me, like, you know, Florida's, yeah, Florida's best option. <laughs> Talking with the great Gabby Wilkinson. I mean, do what does, I mean, uh, does all things. I mean, you're talking about 600, 800, 1500, 1600 a mile. Basically, this is what Gabby does. The people, people talk about, you got people that run, you know, uh, I want to say to keep in shape. And then you got Gabby and friends that say, listen, man, move out the way, man. If I'm, if I run a mile, I'm just getting warmed up. Like, that endurance level it takes to do that because 
even the most in shape people, they can't run for miles and miles and miles. They just can't do it. And you talk about the heat. How much better is the heat and humidity from where you run at help you when you go, look, this stuff is rough. And I know, you know, does it does it help you in your training? Does it help you in your mental uh, capacity when you get out there and saying, look, I don't, yes, I am hot, but it prepares me for when I get out there in, in, in such a elite class of runners. It helps me, you know, push harder when I get closer, I guess, to the finish line. Yeah, for sure. That's one of the things um, Coach Linsky and Coach Holly, you know, hey, we train this heat every day, you know, so no matter what rain or shine, like we're prepared for our bodies, you know, mentally we're prepared for it. So I think that helps us to give an advantage, you know, as well as, you know, hydrating, you know, as well. But yeah. All right, Gabby, man, we got you on here. 84 reasons. I am being true. That is Gabby Wilkinson. Yeah, that's the one that that's the one to be running by you. She don't she don't go to she don't go to regular gyms because she don't want to embarrass y'all. What you gonna go to treadmill? <laughs> no, get out there, get out there, get out there in life and run. But 84 reasons is about making sure people get a chance to know you. Obviously, we know the athlete, the supreme athlete. But what does what do you do to get because track is your life, whether you want it to be or not, because of how much you do it. If Gabby Wilkinson wants to get away, you, you mentioned the palm trees, you mentioned the beach. What are you doing? If I don't know if y'all get days off. Sorry, Coach Holloway. I'm just if you do get a day off, what what are you doing? Um, it depends. And I love taking walks and hanging out with my friends. Um, I've been doing a lot more reading. Actually, I'm in a book club with two of my um, homegirls. And so I find that it's very relaxing, but definitely just taking time to just be still. Um, also, there's a event called Big Monday where athletes go to talk about like faith in sports. And so for me, big thing is community. And like I said, you know, it could be alone being here. So just having that community that to fall back on is just really helpful for me. So, yeah. Now, since your time in Florida, I mean, a lot has happened. I mean, you talk about the pandemic, nobody's on campus, which is I can only I can't even imagine not having anybody there to where all y'all really had. I don't even know if they let y'all leave campus or how they did it. Y'all only had each other. And you talk about homesickness and you talk I me mean, being homesick. And how did you how did you deal with that? Because people hear about when I'm in college, I'm enjoying it. No one's here. No one can be here. Everything is virtual. I'm so sick of Zoom. I'm so sick of all these, you know, seeing my team, classmates, the teammates. How, how did you how did you deal with that? Yeah, um, when we first heard about, you know, COVID and, you know, coach, all right, everyone go home and just being home for six months was definitely life changing. I think that was probably one of like my lowest points. But um, during that time, you know, I was able to just kind of build on my faith. And, you know, that's something that's very important to me. And so just holding on to that and then, you know, coming back on the track um, before that I was hurt. And so I just felt like that time home allowed me to rest both physically and mentally. And, you know, 2021 was one of my best years yet, but um, it definitely was tough, you know, not being able to socialize, but, you know, I'm thankful for the technology that we had so we were able to like still do work and to communicate, but it definitely was an adjustment. Um, so, but I'm just thankful that, you know, I'm still standing here today, you know, um, with my health, but yeah. Gabby, when you when you think about the pressure of just being a D- Division One athlete, a lot comes with it, a lot of visibility, uh, great competition, not just the people you run against, the people you run with every single day. How do you deal with it? Because the main thing I get now, it went, mental health is something that is not stigmatized. People don't point fingers at people anymore when they say, hey, man, I need a day or coach, man, I ain't got it today. Talk about the focus of mental health now and people like really coming together, not shaming people about it because 
while I think we all deal with it, some of us actually are more vocal about saying, look, if you guys need help with this type of stuff, let's, let's like you say, you talk about the Mondays, just, let's have a group to where we can just help each other out. Because unfortunately, not to say it, not to say it can't, but mostly D1 athletes understand D1 athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I always had to say track is 90% mental, 10% physical. And so when, you know, we have a lot going on here, it can definitely affect performance. And so, you know, I think for me, like I said, reaching out to people, you know, being involved in those communities, um, talking things out with whether it's my sister, my mom, my dad, or like my friends or even my coaches. Um, but just, you know, for me, just being able to just be there for my teammates, that's something that's important for me because, you know, that's something that I went through. And so just being able to just give back and to help others, but just let them know that, you know, you're not alone, you know, yeah. It's going to get tough, you know, for me, you know, last year I didn't have, you know, the season that I hoped for, envisioned for, but that's okay, you know, because there's still more to come. And so just continue to send that encouragement back and hope. The lovely voice you're listening to is Gabrielle Wilkinson. She does it all on the track. If if, if it, anything, anything past 400, she's doing it. The distance, what it, what it did, the distance medley, relay. And how is that, by the way? Like, listen, people hit relays, four by one, got it. Four by four, got it. This is melee. Uh, I, I don't mess with it. How, how, and you usually, uh, uh, the first leg on that, how, how was it setting the tone for everybody else saying, look, I don't know what they say. Hey, Gabby, listen, go out there and get us right. Because I, I always thought that the toughest leg in the relay was the fourth leg. People, uh, uh-uh, dude, it's always the first because <laughs> that sets the tone. Either, either we, either we, either we got a lead or we know where we stand at. Talk about being the first leg on the distance melee relay. And, you know, hey, man, that gun setting you free. Yeah, I mean, it's so nerve-wracking, honestly. But Coachy's like, here, come here. Give us a lead. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'm going to give my teammates a lead. And so that's just, like, my motivation to put us out there, you know, give us a good lead. But, you know, the best part is, is that I'm done. I'm the first one done. So I get to, like, cheer on my teammates. But, you know, it is nerve-wracking. But, you know, for me, like, I just want to give my teammates, you know, the best opportunity that I can do. So. Yeah, but you are a you are a University of Florida athlete. Doesn't matter what sport. Obviously, you're a track superstar. What is that like in 2022? When I got to college in 2000, no YouTube, no social media. We had the internet, but now so much more visible. Like it seems like everything y'all do. Forget that. Yeah, y'all got camera people on the track staff, but somebody go, I saw you run here, or I saw you run there. You like. Excuse me, how did, how did you see that? Talk about the visibility and the pressures that come with that. Because now people forget the fact, hey, yes, I'm Gabrielle Wilkinson, the track athlete, but I'm Gabby first. I'm Gabby second. And sometimes people can't separate the two. You're like, look, I chose the University of Florida, and it's one of the best decisions hopefully I'll ever make in my life. But sometimes people can't, they can't, they can't uh, separate the athlete from the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like for me, that was definitely something that, you know, I was aware to. Um, but over the years, I learned that, you know, I'm more than just an athlete. Um, and just recognizing my truth and what I bring to the table and that, you know, yeah, I'm a runner and I do this and that, but there's also there's more to my story. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot, you know, the pressure and, you know, the comparison, you know, this and that. But I think it all comes down to, you know, knowing your worth and your value, you know, what truth you bring in that, 
you know, that I was made for more, that, you know, God made me for more. Um, and so, you know, his love is enough. But I think with the visibility, it's really nice. You know, I have family all over the country. You know, both my parents are from the Caribbean. And so for them to be able to watch me and to have my cousins in England say, oh, I watched your race. So just like the continued support all over the world means a lot. So I'm definitely grateful for that visibility. Wow, your so your parents are from the Caribbean, which means I mean, uh, what they, I mean, uh, what they be doing the festivals over there, right? They be doing the festivals over there and different things. But <laughs> carnival, yeah, yeah, carnival. I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to my Caribbean. I meant festival. I did not mean, but uh, carnival. I'm sorry, but uh, talk about that though. Like you go look. I'm I'm a runner, and I never knew the stretch or the brand that Florida was. Florida is one of the biggest brands in period. You can pass sport. And you saying now, man, my 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 uh, family in the Caribbean, my family in England, my family in PA. Talk about the fact that they get a chance to see you, because you know when you got family everywhere, you say to yourself, look, probably not unless I'm running out there with you guys, or I would love to guy. But now they get a chance to see you run, and it's got to make them feel good knowing I told y'all that's my cousin. I can't <laughs> run like her, but you know she come from the bloodline. Yeah, it really is nice, and just you know one thing about Florida, like you know it's just a great school, academically, athletically. And so just really blessing just to be part of that, you know, to wear that gator on my shirt when I'm competing. Um, so just really grateful for that. And like I said, for like my family to be part of that process. You know, my family is one of my biggest supporters. They're always there every meet, you know, repping the gator shirt. And so just to have that support just means the world to me. And like, that's one of the reasons why I do it for them, you know. Now, now, Gabby, you know, you from you from Philly. All right? I got ass now. I got ass. <laughs> You from Philly, you know what I'm gonna ask. When it comes to these cheese steaks, now is it is it real cheese or the cheese whiz? Because I know you got different parts of Philly. Like, I mean, if you if you if we if we if your teammates in Philly, you you the you the you the tour guide, you taking them yeah. straight because because we hear everybody can make a Philly cheese steak, and everybody out here from Philly go, bro, there ain't no cheese steak, bro. What do you mean, man? The bag, <laughs> the bag man, greasy on the bottom, man. That's manufactured. So, all right, Gabby, we in Philly. Where we going to get our Philly cheese from? Jen's cheesesteak. That is my favorite. Mm -hmm. In South Philly. <laughs> so you so you from so you from so that's the thing too. As, as far as Philly, what you got? Mm -hmm. What you got? South Philly, North Philly. So you are you a South Philly girl? No, no, I'm um outskirts of West Philly. But yeah, South Philly has a lot of good food. <laughs> so so when uh so you know, so I'm I mean I don't know, but I mean like Meek Millie, obviously everybody Meek Mill from Philly, uh Will Smith from Philly, Kevin Hart from mm -hmm. Philly. <clears throat> I know in the state of Florida, the state of Florida, they love, they they love where they from, man. I'm from Dade County, man. I'm from Broward. But Philadelphians, y'all are dead serious. It's almost like I'm from Philly. What do you mean? Like, bro, don't. Ain't <laughs> Talk about that love for your city, man. How much, how much, uh, how much love your city show you? Yeah, a lot of love for sure. Um, just really just, I don't know, I guess down to earth. Um, I love my communities and I'm thinking about like going back to my club days and, you know, running all the little meets that they had. Um, you know, we have the big um, Fairmont Park for um, Independence Day and just that being packed. Um, I think the biggest like concert that I was in was um, when we won the Super Bowl when the Eagles. And oh, my God. I have never seen that many people in my life before. Like it was just crazy, but just. You know, this being part of that celebration of everyone was really just uh, a moment. But yeah, I love my city. 
And Gabby, now, you know, we sitting here, you know, 84 Reasons uh, through Gators Collective. We appreciate, uh, you know, Eddie and Jen and Ryan, you know, giving us an opportunity to come here and chat. But uh, we talked about the visibility, visibility aspect. Now you can go back to Philly and say, hey, hey, uh, Gators Collective. Hey, Ryan, hey, um, hey, Eddie, I want to do something in my city, meaning. Yes, people see me go off and say, hey, Gabby, man, congratulations, you know, going to Florida. But you get to come back and say, I want to bring something to the city that I can make a tradition. Because no matter what, man, wherever you go, like you said, Philly all day, PA all day. Have you ever thought about doing something in your city to say, look, I want to be more, like you said, I'm more than an athlete. So this is a chance for me to show the current athletes, young ladies even in particular, there is nothing wrong with people you know, seeing you and seeing an athlete, as long as that's not all they see, as long as, but you have to control the second part, because all they've known of you, you know, all American this, winning the race is that, and now you get to come back and say, no, this is Gabby, uh, the person saying, I want to bring something to my city, and hey, man, mm-hmm. if they want to have a national Gabrielle Wilkerson day, hey, I'm, I'm all for that, too. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, so, some, some of my passions are just health, wellness, and fitness, and so I hope to pursue career down that road if it's sports medicine position or what, but I want to be able to help younger athletes and to have um, running or training um, clinics or camps to kind of help athletes, you know, learn about the importance of like nutrition and fitness. Um, and especially just right now in our today's like society of healthcare not always being so affordable and to just be able to um, have that access and to be able to like provide resources and help education needs to those who don't have it. And so for me, it's providing that to children. And so I would love to, you know, have training clinics just to help those, um, you know, to run. And, you know, for me, kind of like part of my why is, you know, you don't see that many black young girls running the distance. And so I want to encourage them like, hey, don't be afraid of distance, you know, Um, but, you know, take part in it, you know, because it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of, you know, opportunities. And just to never give up, you know, to, you know, as, as I, you know, got a scholarship, you can do it you can as well. And so just really just to um, encourage those. The first annual Gabrielle Wilkinson Health and Wellness Clinic being mm-hmm. held in Philadelphia, PA on set date, <laughs> set time. And notice I said first annual, which means year after year after year. But you just said something. You said know your why and don't be afraid of the distance. That to me, that mm-hmm. goes farther than just the track because you're saying, look. It's, it's not too many black girls that run digital. So once again, I'm standing out again. I'm standing out one because I'm a I'm a young black lady in, in, a, in Division One sports. I run track. Then I'm out there in distance. Has that always has that always been a, another fact of you saying, look, I mean, listen, this is who I am. This is how I look. You know, I love who I am. I love how I look. But I want to make it so that, you know, I know Serena Williams is about to go through her last, you know, U.S. Open, but she's trying to make me or how she looks the norm. And like you said, you a catalyst for that. How how much of your why every time you submit, every time I step on that track, I know I'm doing it for more than Gabby because there's a young girl that looks like me that says, "Man, can I make you black?" Yeah, you can. And like I said, the first annual, you know, Gabrielle <laughs> Wilkinson Health and Wellness Clinic being held in yeah. Philly, you get a chance to talk to them about wellness, but you also get to help shape their mentality as well. Yes. So yeah, that's definitely part of my why to uh, just to share that with others, you know, and. For me, health is important. And so, you know, taking care of yourself, also doing something fun. And for me, you know, that's track. And I felt that, you know, from my experiences on and off the track, that I can be able just to 
you know, help other young athletes, you know, how to kind of deal with that. And like I said, how to get healthy, how to prevent injuries and also just, you know, to embrace the distance, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, sprinting is fun, not to take away from the sprinters, but, you know, distance is fun too. And so putting distance back up on the map. <laughs> And when you say that too, right? Because I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, the guys and the girls, y'all out there training together. You know, people hear track, they hear the sprint events. But now, <laughs> instance, like you mentioned, I do the 600, I do the 800, but I also do the mile. I also do the 6K. Do is there any trash talkers on the on the? You know, because you got you know you got the really really fast girls and fast guys saying, "Oh, Gabby, I could." You're like, "Yeah, but yet I never see you out there." I know you. I know you could do it. Yeah, I'll never see you out there. Talk, talk about that uh, that camaraderie you guys have, because <laughs> trash talking in sports is natural. It's it's a it's a surefire way to know, hey man, you know we love each other right here, man. It's all healthy fun, but you also let them know. Well, if I do eight hundreds and I do six hundred, that means those are pretty those are pretty quick events. Those fans are quick, but mm-hmm. yet when they say all call for the first call for the mile, yeah, y'all sit back in y'all chairs. Y'all don't want no part of this distance. <laughs> yeah, definitely some talk going on at practice. Um, but you know, sprinting distance, no matter what, it's all hard work. <laughs> it's all hard work. And so, you know, one thing I love about this team is that we're always going to be out there supporting each other, whether it's through the 5k, through the hundred, four by four, no matter what, you know, you're, we're always going to be the loudest, um, cheers out there. But so, yeah. And Gabby, I always want to know this, you know, you do the 6k or you do a mile, right? It's all about that. It's all about the kick. It's all about that last lap. When do you decide to, 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 to even, I said, when do I start my kick? Do I start at the 300? Do I start at the 250? Because I don't, this thing about y'all, y'all already running really, really fast for three miles or three three laps or four laps. Then they get that bell, ding, ding, ding. And y'all turn into some different kind of animals out there. Cause I'm like, where do y'all get this energy at the end? Y'all the only people run and y'all get through the, y'all get through the finish line. I would think if I'm running that fast for that long, I'm gonna get through the finish line. I'm gonna fall. Ooh, I'm out. I'm done. Y'all get through the finish line. Y'all looking at y'all. Some of y'all got watches on, looking at how many how many beats per minute was I going around the track in the third lap. Like, when do you decide? Is it is it is it momentum? Do you let the race decide? When do you decide? So I'm gonna start kicking right here. Yeah. And so I don't know. I think sometimes it's a natural instinct. Like you get this feeling. All right, go. But you know, you always want to say something for like that last 70, 50 part. Um, one thing that coaches like influence in practice is like building up. So like coming off that last one fifty, you know, you want to come off hot, and then kind of building into that last straight And that last fifty, you just give it all you got, all you got. And so, you know, each race is different, honestly. Like every time I run eight hundred is different. <laughs> and so that's like the beauty. That's why I love it so much in the fifteen hundred. But you know, you always want to say something for that last hundred. I feel like. For me, like I love, I love kicking. Like that's one of my like go-tos. <laughs> just coming in hot. But yeah, I think it depends. And you, just, I feel like all runs just have this natural instinct, like go. And even like, uh, like my my guiding angels, like my grandmother, she used to run. It's so I feel like she always just kind of gives me just go, Gabby. But yeah. The, the voice you're listening to right now is Gabrielle Wickles. And as you can see, tennis <laughs> from my grandma, go, Gabby. She about to, she about to start these health and wellness clinics. I'm gonna go ahead and putting it out there right now. So if you're in Philly, another tradition, I know it's about Philly. I know it's about the Philly sex. I know it's about, you know, the different carnivals, different things going on. I know it's about, you know, Meek Millie and the dirt biking and all this other type of different. I know it's about the sports teams. Gabby Wilkins about to bring health and wellness to the city. 
if not her, if, and I and I and if I think I think Kevin Hart used to do a lot of stuff with health and wellness, and I know I know that's before he he's super duper star now, but I definitely know if you're doing something, he he seems to support people from his city. I would I would I don't see it being far fetched. I saying you're definitely taller than him. I've met you know Kevin Hart, he's <laughs> the tallest guy in the world. But before I let you out of here, Gabby, you, you know you talk about your family, you talk about your grandma, your parents. You talked about you know not having the season that you wanted, dealing with injury, dealing with COVID. What are you most proud of at your time in Florida, even though you still got some time left? Yeah, one, you know, this year was just amazing. Being part of national teams, um, SEC championship, NCAA championship, like that was a goal of mine. Um, so really just grateful to be part of that. But I feel like throughout, like there's no such thing as adversity. And as uh, athlete, you're going to go through adversity. And I felt like, you know, Every setback, every injury that, you know, I experienced kind of helped me um, have stronger character and helped me develop as a runner and to just take ownership of my own health and, you know, to take care of my knees and to find my voice to speak out, you know. Um, but just knowing that, you know, everyone has their time. Everyone has their story. And so, you know, when a race doesn't go that way, not giving up, but just using it as motivation and determination, okay. I'm going to get this year. And so this year, my goal is just, you know, go out there, be the fearless Gabby, have fun. Um, and yeah. I know Gabby is being real. I know y'all saying for her to go out there. Let me, cause, cause I want to wait to the end to do this just for y'all. She, she's very, very accomplished. I mean, 2022 outdoor first team all American in 800, 2021, you know what I'm saying? Outdoor first team all American in 800, 2021 indoor first team all American in 800. 2021, first team All-American, you know, in a distance medley, I mean, distance medley relay. 2019, outdoor All-American, second team. 2022, SEC Outdoors. 2021, All-SEC Outdoors, first team, second team in the bronze medal in the 800. Then you talk about the 2021, All-SEC, 2021, All-SEC Indoor, second team. You talk about being on the national team. I mean, your, your awards just go and go and go. Academic on the road with the SECs. Yes. Gabby, this is why I do this. Being a former, being a former Gator myself, I always wanted to be able to have. I said, how can I have, you know, some type of connection with today's athlete? And when I ventured to do this thing called 84 Reasons, I won them 84 when I was at uh, when I was at Florida. I wanted to say, I wanted to be able to say, you guys get to give your reason as to why I am who I am while I'm becoming who I'm becoming. I believe we are both two people who we are and who we are becoming. The becoming process is a never-ending process. But you mentioned my why. You mentioned being more than an athlete. But you also said, man, I'm PA all day. Don't feel it. I don't get it. Don't get it twisted, Ben. I know I rep them orange and blue, you know, down there, but I represent Philly. Gabby, never ever stop being you because there is something about you that somebody else needs. And whenever y'all uh, lives intertwine, just make sure you give them all you got. I'm looking forward to your health and wellness clinics. I'm looking forward to seeing you do, you know, you're going to do greater things. And like I said, if I if I see you drive, if I'm in games, when I see y'all running, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll slow down to about like 10 miles, I think 15 miles an hour. I'll say, Gabby, good job. <laughs> and I'm going to just keep going because I, I can't get out there with you. But listen, I appreciate you taking the time today. I appreciate you being patient. I am being true. She is Gabby Wilkinson. Go Gabby. And we out of here.